0: You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the Kind Book Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Pogues, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Benjamin Chapman. It's great to be
1: here, Pogues, and I want to remind all of our listeners that today's episode is brought to you by uh, Subway's new Italian BMT sandwich.
0: Ooh, Um, eat
1: fresh. Okay. Sorry, Pogues, just side note, you can edit this out later, but um, since we're doing Man of Steel, we have to edit in as many uh, obtrusive in-your-face product placements as we can possibly get. Now, see, get.
0: I didn't notice any of them. Like, I didn't notice a pointless scene in an IHOP. I didn't notice a shot after Superman goes to fly away where they just show the a, a Sears building prominently for 35 seconds. Didn't notice any of those. Not it's a one. It's as bad
1: as in, like, Transformers yeah. when, a, a, like, a vending machine for Mountain Dew turns I, into a Mountain Dew robot. I would actually
0: say this is more egregious because most of the product placement in Transformers, like, while upsetting is just like they were like well there's going to be a scene where we're going to use a memory card so call every memory card company and ask which one of them wants to give us 50 grand to put their name on it and what sure. car company wants to be involved this was they, there's literally a shot where superman flies away and they so show like these sh- soldiers looking away and the camera rises up just enough so that you can see they're in front of a sears and it, yeah and it, yo, and they, I, I saw it's it. the only building not destroyed on the street <laughs>
1: I could not see it. They throw a U-Haul truck at someone. He goes through a 7-Eleven mm-hmm. that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, it's pretty annoying. Um, so we're doing Man of Steel, of course. But I have to say up front, look, I didn't hate this. Is that fair?
0: For you, sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just I just want to be honest. I, I, I didn't 100% hate this.
0: I did not enjoy it, and I'm not going to lie to you. I fast-forwarded through several chunks of the movie and then watched the last 30 minutes in two times speed on YouTube.
1: Woof! that's a, because a the, pretty the,
0: brutal cut. I
1: will, I mean, I definitely... It's two I hours through.
0: and 20 minutes. It's so it's, long.
1: It's so long, and and the length isn't what got me. I did zip through. I did scrub ahead at times because sometimes it's so heavy-handed it's so soap opera that i can't it's like eating a a dessert that's too sweet yeah i can't fucking handle it it's yeah it's too much and and zach snyder has this problem where he has characters look at other characters and remind you how important this scene is to the rest of the movie
0: like it's but what's bad is usually when that happens scene is not important to the rest of the movie there were like skipping through it i was like i remember the gist of what's happening and I was like, I can skip this. I can skip this. Like, certain scenes would just come up and be like, I don't need to see what's going on here. Like, I can just fly through it. And then the final fight scene is so boring and long that I was just like, can I speed this up? And I remembered YouTube had two times speed. And I watched the whole thing like that, which made it kind of hilarious. Because everybody's high-pitched screaming and flying around real fast. Sorry about that. My co-host wanted to
1: leave the room because you got trapped in here. Oh,
0: we I didn't even hear. Uh, was it Giz? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's all kids. Um, Yeah, this movie, uh, when, you, when you pack it with characters giving speeches about how this is the most important thing that's ever happened, you are just, it is narrative molasses at times. That said, there are some sequences in here that I particularly enjoyed. And there's a lot of casting that I thought was pretty great. Uh, even if the dialogue failed the actors in a lot of places. I love Michael Shannon in everything he's ever done. And while Zod is, I don't know, Zod is one-dimensional, but he's, like, intentionally one-dimensional, well, you know? Cause the, he's,
0: the thing that gets me about Zod is his look. I don't the, know like, who was like, let's give him this the bad, haircut, the bad, and The bad Caesar? He has, yeah, he has, like, a bowl cut from, like, when I was, like, like this weird, dumb haircut a annoying kid in my grade school had that I hated, and then he has, like, the chin strap. Like, I put down that, like, I wouldn't be afraid of Zod unless I was a woman at a bar and I would, like, cover my drink around him because it's, like, all he looks like is a date rapist, which is, like, terrifying, but not, like, for a guy who's supposed to be, like, an or intergalactic space villain.
1: Yeah, he has a dollar store Caesar which i guess is just called a little caesars uh (laughs) he he he, he's got a little caesars and yeah it's it's not hot or (laughs) red
0: it's really it's i i have multiple notes where i'm just like i can't take this guy seriously like he's not threatening he looks like a guy who went to my high school and is like still hanging out at bars being like high school is pretty dope right but I I, I want to
1: get to, dig to, you know, a couple scenes All here right. for sure, as is the point of this podcast. But I want to establish up first. There's a
0: point to this podcast? There's a
1: lot. I like, I mean, they use a lot of, like, Superman birthright for content mm-hmm. to drive sort of the origin story, which I was a fan of. I think having Zod come to Earth to to, to turn it into a new Krypton uh, 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 is in its—here's the, here, the point I'm trying to get to. The individual ideas that I'm saying I thought were good, ultimately, they don't connect or yes. piece together in any way. Or make way any, I found any
0: logical sense. His plan <laughs> is literally the worst plan he could ever have come up with to guarantee that the Kryptons live on. He comes up with the only plan that would necessitate <laughs> Superman to kill him. He picks the one option. He has a billion. He's like, what's the one that'll make him fight me? Because that's what I need to do. It's it's the most insane. It was so infuriating. I will say,
1: I will say that if you're trying to convince a a rogue agent of your your nation to join your cause, um, making him sink
0: into a into a pool of
1: skulls is not gonna
0: do it. Also, here's just another thing: Why did they have to terraform Earth? There, there's uh, there's literally uh, no reason it has to be Earth. There's zero biggest, reason. Yeah. There is 100%. They could have taken, yeah. they could have just gone up to Superman and been like, hey, where's the codec? And he would be like, I don't know what that is. And they could have been like, well, can you help us find it? Because inside of it is our ability to make more Kryptonians. And then we're going to go back to one of those outpost planets, drop the harvester, and turn it into the new Krypton. So he was the- And then he could have gotten Krypton back. And then he could have done anything else. He could have showed up later with an entire army and destroyed Earth but instead he picks to take over earth and there's no, they never explain why it has to be earth. You are correct.
1: I, I can't think of a reason why. And, and worse off, the problem with this is, is that's fine. If Zod believes this is the, you know, this is the, the Occam's razor to getting Krypton back is earth is close enough that there's less risk associated with converting it than some dead piece of rock somewhere. Then Fine. But Superman should have made the pitch you just made, yes. right? He's supposed to be the bridge, so he should have altered. He should have, at any point, operated Because they keep saying you're going to do it. You're going to be humanity's, you know, next step. You're going to drive them to be better. And then, you know, you know, jor keeps telling him you're going to be the bridge. You're going to you're going to bring Krypton uh, and humanity together. Superman just keeps refusing the call. And when it's at, at some point forced upon him to finally take on zod he annihilates his own people <laughs> for down to the bone and i'm like okay you did i mean i guess the, is, yeah. it, is the movie about superman failing because he 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 didn't do a good job yeah and that's I mean,
0: what gets me about the entire plot of this movie is it makes zero sense if you if you like watch it and you're like i enjoy this movie just step back for a second and be like what is zod's plan because here are his options He either terraforms Earth and makes Superman fight him. Or, here's another option. Just ask Clark for the, uh, the Kodak. Make a bunch of Kryptonians that Earth will not kill, and in fact will be born as superhumans, who can just be trained for a small amount of time to figure... Because he instantly learns how to do what it took Clark 10 years as a child to learn? Like, he, within that, like, 45 minutes... Learns how to stop hearing every noise, how to control his extra abilities, how to fly. It's like, so if that's all it was, like, why wouldn't you be like, holy shit, why would I terraform this planet? Like, he's lived here, so clearly we can adapt to the environment. We just have to be here long enough. So why wouldn't you be like, oh my god, let's just raise a whole new race of Kryptonians on Earth and they'll be superhumans, and then we can enslave all the humans if we want, or if nothing else, we're goddamn superhumans that can't be killed on this planet, and we can just rule it. Like, his plan makes no sense. It's what no, frustrates it, me so much. It
1: doesn't, it doesn't check out, but let's, let's chew on some of the movie itself. Okay. Um, I don't want to go scene by scene because, you know, that's unnecessary, no, but no. I wanted to talk about how this movie opens. Now, I attempted to be positive with my intro, and I'm going to go ahead and put that on pause because the 20 minutes we spent on Krypton... I did not enjoy no. because do you know who's doing a bad job in every scene?
0: Everyone! Well here's the thing that got me is like we, we watched the original Superman which no. we agreed had a yeah. lot of problems I like Krypton better in the original. Yes Superman. he sets up he's like hey we done fucked up we're gonna the plant's gonna blow up and they're like ah you're an idiot and he's like I'm gonna send my son away and, and we can't leave. This version of Krypton that they've created this is the thing that really confused me too Krypton learns space travel They create machines that can terraform another planet. They create, like, outposts, and then one day are just like, eh, fuck, space is pretty lame, and just give it all up. And then when they run out of energy, nobody's like, hey, remember, we can fly to other planets. (laughs) They're just like, I guess we'll harvest the core. How could you have mastered intergalactic space travel and not known to be like, I don't think you can mess with the core of a planet without destroying it. Because you need it to do all the stuff that a core does.
1: Pose, you're talking about science. And I want to talk about how we spend 20 minutes in an intergalactic soap opera that I could not
0: yes, the thing give that, a shit the about. thing that gets me with this every, movie is...
1: No, e- everyone walks into every room and does the big face. Everyone yeah. like comes into a room and the other person goes, What? Zod. Everyone does this and and it's no more relevant how flimsy everyone is here around the two major characters, Jor-El and Zod, is that when Jor-El is arguing about a solution for Krypton, Zod just blows the door open, shoots the guards, and a member I presume, one of the most intelligent members of this society, looks at Zod, a current active usurper, and says on whose authority <laughs>
0: guy who just came in and said i'm doing a coup this guy's like i don't think you're allowed to do this if he doesn't know what a coup is
1: and the only reason it was written in was so zod can go "Mm, on my authority and then blow him up it would be i mean like if if i wrote a movie in which (laughs) in which a bunch of secret service agents like kick in the door of the american united states senate and, like, shoot a bunch of guards and look at the Senate and be like, I'm canceling the Senate. And then a member of the Senate's just like,
0: says who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, just, any the person who also says it is, like, a 65-year-old, like, woman in the Senate. It's like, just like, like, why would you, it, this whole thing got it's me too. Dialogue. is like, all right, this, they set it up that jor has told them that they couldn't draw the energy from the court. So you have to assume they've been doing this for more than like a weekend. You know what I mean? Like this has been a thing right. they've been doing for a while and it's caused the store to, the the core to become unstable and the planet's gonna to die. Why is it that Zod chooses like 3 days before doomsday to be like, I guess now I'll I'll like why didn't he coup immediately? Because he's like like you guys are fucking morons. You just destroyed our planet. It's like, wait, if you knew the whole time and you could have pulled a coup, you don't wait till it's already too late. You're not know? like well, there's nothing we can do now, but I think I'm going to go shoot some senators. It was so weird. Cause, and then they still have a trial for him. I'm like, motherfuckers, the planet is going to blow up. There's no reason to stay in session.
1: Yeah, because, because in, in the, the, the 70s Superman movie, they didn't believe jor that the planet was new. It was climate change, right? They were just like, no, 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 no. I think, no, the, co- are- I
0: think the core in the, the original one is, the core is unstable. And he finds right, out, and he's I'm like, saying, he's like the world. He's like, it's just gonna blow up. We're all gonna die. And they were like, yeah, no, that's yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's like climate change in the United it's States. It's like it's <laughs> like how we view
1: climate change. Yeah, yeah. We, we we sort of think maybe it's a problem, but not like oh, oh like tomorrow's gonna the world's gonna end problem. We just keep and there's, saying, there's, we'll fix that. We'll fix it next year. And right? there's some and old white
0: guy who's like, well, it snowed this year, so no global warming. Exactly.
1: War. That's the guy who says says who. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's the
0: jackass who stands on this. You know what? I know. I'm not actually upset about that one. Then, yeah.
1: He's he's mid speech, holding a snowball and being like, oh, sir, "You're not allowed to do that." Um. But but in this one, they're all standing in a room, being like, "Poof, boy, we really duped up this planet, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> like like it's all gonna end tomorrow. Yeah. They
0: appear stop. to be aware that JorEl is right. Cause and then like, this is the other thing that gets me is he's like, "I told you tapping into the core Bruce. would be a problem." They were like. We ran out of energy. Where else could we get it? It's like, what are, you, are you fucking insane? You mastered space travel. You, you never figured out solar energy? You have figured out zero other ideas for how to get energy except for to be like, I guess drill a hole into the core and put like a string down there. Soak that energy up.
1: I mean, we're going to spend this entire podcast, I think, on Krypton because I have so many questions. Um, I did like, this is probably going to be controversial with you, I did like their architecture and, like, the, the the costuming. It's all a little too monotone, I think, ultimately. Yeah, I,
0: the thing... I would have liked the costuming more. I don't like this stupid, like, S symbol having, that, like, a meaning other than just Superman. I, I think it's really dumb. Like... I, yeah, I, really? I I feel yeah, like I, it, I feel like if I'm going to see a Superman movie, you don't have to explain to me why he put a big S on his chest. I will. Like I've it, already Matthew, given up the conceit that this is ridiculous. A, a sun does not make a person have superpowers and be able to fly. That's not like a thing energy any type of radiation can do to you.
1: I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you
0: one conceit. I don't hate. That the s stands for
1: just it's just a coincidence you know because it's just a curved symbol that it resembles uh it it is an s but um that it resembles an s and it means something else in his world but um the one thing that i that i well the one thing i i i i i I do think was extremely stupid is this movie does not want to call him superman no they they only call him once i think yeah. And then there's, there's even like a double take for someone to be like, what are you saying? This weird word you're saying? Uh, which, yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for that. Just, it's fine. You can go ahead and say it. I mean, we're here. Yeah, so it's like one of those things, it's like movie. when you
0: watch like a Marvel movie, like you realize how absurd it would be for like Captain America to have run around dressed like that? It, especially like after World War One or World War Two was over. and He's like in the modern world. He's like, no, I still want to have like the stripies. And they're just like, why? You know, like it's, but it's like nobody's gonna ask that because you're just like, I've already given up the conceit that this is a world that could actually exist because it can't. It, this is ridiculous. So of course I don't need. To, and I thought the thing I love too is it just so happens that the scout ship I guess that was sent out happened to have a uh, a, a cow L track. a cow L spacesuit in it because that I, symbol was just their families. The I F's. lost track.
1: There's, like a, there's a scout ship. There's this fucking Genesis ship. There's the world. The Ender, Genesis
0: ship the... is the scout ship.
1: Fuck me. It's, it's, it's. It... That's
0: what, like, it, the scene where he goes and he opens the compartment and there's just the full Superman suit. And I'm like, wait, what? Why is this on? Because this, the, the ship that it is, is one of the many ships they sent out to create outpost and colonize new yeah, worlds. And it landed on Earth. F- and but, fair, but also, it's just so bright. Bl- and why is it blue and red, but everybody else just wears black?
1: I have to be the, um, you know, I I don't think I have to give this term a name, but what's the opposite of a devil's advocate? Because I feel like that's what I have to be in this
0: show. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. So it would it would be like an angels, and then what's the opposite of an advocate? Like angels (laughs) prosecutor, I guess. (laughs) Oh, let me be an angelic prosecutor, I guess. Let's go. let,
1: Let me be an angelic prosecutor for a minute, because the visuals of him stepping out in this suit, a suit that I like. And with the, with the with the heavily animated cape, you know, stepping out yeah. into this icy tundra and learning his powers and flying, that's a good scene. It's a good that's scene. A scene that I I could but eat. I, I it's it's wonderful.
0: This is one of the moments though that I think explains my dislike of this film. Instead of just having like an actual understandable reason for something to happen, they do it in the most stupid way possible. So that like I like as a moviegoer, I'm drawn out because like when that opened, I was like. Why the fuck would this suit have been on there? If he, like, his dad had been like, here, like, I can make you a suit. And he just, like, pushed a button and it it appeared like a a machine came out and made it. I would have been like, yeah, that that makes perfect sense. But the fact that there's just one hanging out in this closet. And for, like, what reason? Because as near as I can tell, the S is only Kal-El's family's S. So if he was still on Krypton, who the fuck are these people on this scout ship? And why do they have, like, it, it really bothered me. Because it's like, you can't introduce this symbol meaning a family's house and then have it, and also it can't be a fucking S. I'm sorry. It can't look like a regular English S if it's supposed to be another language. It really annoyed me.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Um, a- as we move past Krypton, although one last note. Um, <laughs> wait, wh- wait, why'd Go ahead. Why? Why'd the, why'd Zod and his crew all get into penises? Yes, a... I
0: put down dildo ships. I was like, oh, their punishment is to be turned into sex toys.
1: I don't mean to be immature, but no, those were they're those, straight up they... and those those are anatomical genitalia. Yeah, they're bodies. a shaft and with I... balls attached to them for no reason. Soup
0: super, super. I also love this. They have the ability to create a singularity to trap these people into couldn't figure out how to power a microwave without tapping into the core. <laughs> but then the other thing, my first note of this entire thing is, huh. A lot more dinosaurs than I thought there would be on Krypton because inexplicably everybody's just flying on pterodactyls. Like, yeah, that's there's a like a thing a, that they have. They have but... like spaceships and like speeder bikes, uh, but some people are just cr- it'd be like driving down the road, and like some people are still just riding horses. <laughs>
1: I mean, I get what you're saying, but I, I'm not going to tell...
0: Uh, I, it's okay bo- I just thought it was hilarious, because like, when it happened, I was like, I don't remember there being dinosaurs in this
1: movie. I'm just saying, I could picture a Silver Age comic where it. it's just fucking stupid. Maybe,
0: maybe that was a nod to uh, something that I don't know about.
1: I'm perfectly fine with it. But after all this Krypton stuff, um, we end up with a long, extended, fat flashback-packed...
0: Yes. Um we we, we watched of, Clark of... go to different places and then have flashbacks that are like very pertinent to what just happened.
1: So this is confusing again for me because it, it's almost as if, if you could just talk to me at different times in this movie, I'd give you different reviews. Because the flashbacks independently I really enjoyed. His power, uh his power is going like coming in all at once, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that, 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 that basically melts him down. The fact that he runs into a closet like uh and is <laughs> and hides in there, uh, a a metaphorical idea that his father can constantly puts on him. You cannot expose yeah. the world to who you are. Then then the sequence with the bus and like that. Probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie when he's sitting on the back of the truck and he's telling his father like, "What was I supposed to fucking do? Let them all die?" And he looks around and he says, "Maybe."
0: Yes, I will say this hands down no but yeah. hands down this guy is the worst father that clark could have ended up with this man is so emotionally abusive to this kid that it is the most insane thing i've ever seen in my life this guy gives his kid such a complex that he abandons all of his family and is just hanging out on like deadliest catch on the a and e or something this guy is an awful father and to me it completely ruins superman for me because like the great part about the original is like the whole thing is his dad dies of a heart attack and Clark realizes that like sometimes there's something like he won't always be able to help people but he realizes that it's like it's his duty to help the people he can help because he couldn't help his father and his father has instilled him in like this idea of like always do the right thing, be a good person, be helpful. And so like it's like a moment in Clark's life that makes him be like I can't keep living in Kansas in this small town pretending I'm not superhuman when I could be somewhere else saving people's lives and really affecting change. This movie sets it up that he's like I shouldn't help anybody and it's insane. It's it's so his, weird to me. It,
1: every flashback his father has, he insists upon don't do Fucking thing. Yeah. But then later he's like, You're gonna save humanity. Yes, the last one I was like,
0: No, you just spent his entire life telling him he shouldn't open bottles in front of people because they might wonder how he did it when it wasn't a twist off. Like I his (laughs) Yeah uh... the tornado scene is probably like one of the most infuriating scenes in cinema history.
1: I think the thing is, I've talked to a few people who like this movie, um, and I asked them a few questions about scenes I had annoyances with, and that is one scene no one has attempted to defend in any conversation or review. It's really—I mean—I mean, putting aside,
0: putting aside <laughs> I mean, that tornadoes just... just don't appear out of nowhere with no warning whatsoever. <laughs> like yeah, you're not just driving, the... and all of a sudden, like holy shit, there's a funnel cloud. Like you can see them for quite a while. That's how we predict when they're going to happen.
1: Talking about the sequence talking about the sequence in chunks one mechanically fuck the dog, I love my dog, fuck the dog yes mechanically two being near a tornado is dangerous by miles yes. not inches
0: <laughs> yes, here's uh, another thing if a tornado is coming towards you and you're on a raised road, maybe spend the four and a half seconds to roll down into the mammoth ditch you are literally standing next to Kevin Costner, you deserve to die because you're a terrible father and a fucking idiot. Th- another
1: one being under the overpass also doesn't save you if the tornado is right fucking there oh yeah
0: You're, it's just gonna <laughs> pick you up and throw you into the overpass or another rip the one. overpass down on top of you.
1: a fucking another one um there's nine
0: people standing there Clark just do it like here's the thing fuck me here's the thing that gets just me save is, him It's like alright they set up that it's like people are getting suspicious no one sees him actually push the bus out of the water and right. why would anybody... Like, like you You were stuck, you were almost drowning, and you tell people, like, I, Clark pushed the bus out. You'd be like, oh, you're just in shock. Like, he and he probably kid. got out of... He probably jumped out of the bus because he saw somebody got out. Or whatever. There's no way you'd be like, yeah, he pushed a bus out of the water. That, nobody would believe that.
1: Right, right, right. There are all sorts and of
0: extremely bizarre... They stuff.
1: do suggest that there's... He's done it before. Yeah, but I'm like, what else
0: could he have before. done that would have hinted that also, he superhuman?
1: Also, side note... Clark Kent, Superman or not, has the highest ratio of catastrophe yes, in, in his project. Yes, he is like
0: a fucking disaster-prone piece of shit. He's like a curse on this earth. He,
1: he's like, uh, uh, he, he's, it, it's like he has a Mr. Glass following him around, just sort of like triggering. Yeah, trying to make
0: t- him admit he's Superman. <laughs> yeah. But what gets me. Because there's so many. What gets me with, like, the, the tornado thing is, like. It's bad. Man. One, it's, one. It's, his dad's like, I'll go back and get the dog. He should have been like, are you fucking insane? <laughs> one, let the dog die. I'm sorry, I love the dog, but he, just leave him. Or two, dad, let me go. Because I, if nothing else, I can run back not affected by it because I'm super and nobody will think anything of it. Like, like people do, like, there's all sorts of weird stories. Like people falling off of the Golden Gate Bridge and living because their cell phone hit the water before they if did. If Jonathan
1: Kent ran four inches from a tornado saved the dog and made it back, they would think he was Superman.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Or people would just be like, oh, my God, it's a miracle. You know what I mean? Like, there's weird shit that happens every day in the world we live in. Like, people are sure. living through stuff they shouldn't. Like, people being cured, like, beating diseases that they, they shouldn't have been able to be. Like, and nobody can explain it. You know, people are like, it's a miracle or whatever. I don't think instantly if he had, like, run out and saved the dog and just laid on the ground or ran out and grabbed his dad and pulled him down and, like, held on to him people would immediately be like, oh my God, he must be an alien. You know what I mean? I think they would just be like, I can't believe they live. That's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Is there YouTube in this universe? Because it's really confusing what year this is supposed to be. But like, I don't think people, it makes no sense. His dad's like, they'll, they'll instantly know you're a superhero. And it's like, even if they did, how could they catch him? Like, he's like, you're going to change the world. And it's like, but the whole movie, you're telling me not to do anything. And then we get a scene when I'm like 12 and you're like, you're going to make a difference. It's like you just told me the rest of the movie I'm not allowed to.
1: And I want to use this scene to transition into another one because in this in, in, in these sequences when we flash back to Clark Kent as well in the present time he's wandering around like fucking Logan. Yeah. Uh, he he we have these scenes including a scene in which after the bus the bus rescue a woman is like you know god intervened this was divine oh yeah
0: she thinks that he is like an angel that's her right that's, she, she thinks he, like so that story's never so, gonna get anywhere so, <laughs> nobody's yeah, gonna be like sure. i think she's sure. right
1: also a plausible reaction also not also intentionally put in i mean you have two hours and 23 minutes you're looking for anything to cut the fact that this scene persists is to a point which is that Zack snyder thinks he is doing a christ illusion With with Superman because A, they constantly talk about he's gonna be a savior. Uh characters literally said he's divine intervention. Uh when he's when when he departs his father from the heavens, yeah, aka the spaceship, he he leans out in like you know, the Christ pose, all this stuff. That Zach, just get a little closer. Zach, get a little closer. Christ illusions don't mean shit if you're not alluding to Christ it doesn't mean anything yeah you can't just you can't just make a character say i'm like christ and because the audience will go in what way and then the character will be like boy i don't know <laughs>
0: because I, yeah my father because, disappeared when i was young i guess
1: <laughs> because my father says don't help people it just doesn't feel accurate yeah and and, and, and you, you you're murdering your space people and killing the guy that's The most mean, I don't know,
0: man, this doesn't seem like like Jesus. That's also like the thing with this movie is like each scene is like it's been written by a different person. Like one guy was like, well, I mean, obviously Superman, you're going to do like a, you know, an allusion to like Jesus or whatever. And so he writes this scene and then another guy's like, I don't care about that. Because there's like from scene to scene, like his dad's a dick until that one scene. He's really nice. You're like, this is very confusing. And then there's like another part. Where, at the end, Superman, like, blows up the Genesis ship that has all the eggs to make more Kryptonians.
1: Yeah. And he's like,
0: he for one second, like, he, you know, he's like, no, if you blow the ship up, you kill Krypton. And he stops for a second, and he's like, no, nah, Krypton had his chance, blows it up. But then later, can't bring himself to kill Zod. It's like, you killed what were basically, like, embryos, and you were fine with yeah. that. But you can't kill the guy who's straight up the Hitler of your... Like, it would be like if you were the last human left, and it's you and Hitler, and he's like, I'm gonna kill... And you'd be like, I don't want to kill the last human, but it's like, it's Hitler, so who gives it? Like, I'd be like, fuck him, and just shoot him at me. Like, there's no reason why at the end he he should have such a hard time killing him. He should instantly be like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm
1: stuck on this incessant Christ illusion because it's just nothing. Yeah. I complained about this. I complained about this in Watchmen, In the Watchmen sequence is a moment where, like, we pan out during a flashback on all the characters, and they're posed like the Last Supper. And that's fine. That's fun, Zach, but it doesn't fucking mean anything because the characters there aren't representative of the characters yes. in the Last Supper. The, the uh, 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 Silk Spectre isn't Jesus in this movie. It's- I don't know what you're. T- you're just doing something because it looks cool. You're doing a Banksy. It doesn't mean anything. You just painted more even... on like a picture of a pig and you're like, look, it's a statement. I'm like, it isn't a statement! Th- it doesn't fucking mean anything. I think
0: Banksy's actually are slightly more uh, <laughs> reasonable than
1: bitch! Like yeah. and, and I'm so annoyed by it the whole movie because it's also I'm kinda, like, there is hey, like the three This is Jesus. And I'm like in in what way? He's not flipping over lending tables. He's not talking about Ooh. finding the best in people. He's just like yeah, punching a man it's... through a skyscraper. It is also, like <laughs> it's like weird because
0: they do multiple times where it's like he like "Quote unquote" is like dying and then comes back, but none of them are like, like real sacrifice right. moments.
1: Yeah. And then I mean, it's like
0: the the th- like the whole thing with the, uh, the the thing in the ocean. It's like that's supposed to be a big deal, but it's like, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. I, it's just like I don't know. They they try to build these into things. I'm like, this is just a set piece that's wasting time. I know he's not gonna not blow it up. So by you adding this like fake second time in a row, he's almost failed. And I don't know if that's what he thinks, like in a, a like a resurrection analogy, is because I just don't think maybe he understands symbolism. And
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, unless it's it unless has it's has like a, you a, know, a Taco Bell logo,
1: it's just it's just making like screenshots. It's just like this looks cool, right? Okay, well, print it. You know, yeah. I, it's 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 very annoying. Um, but but moving on to, to something else to talk about, um, there is this sort of like, I, I guess I guess what I'm getting at is I can't. I can't figure out what Zack Snyder's trying to tell me, because obviously he's telling me a Superman story, but he's also trying to do some christ solution thing that doesn't mean anything. He's also... We spend a shitload of time with the military.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Introducing the, characters who all die, almost. Yeah. So we, I don't know why I needed to we, give a shit about them.
1: We introduce, like, full-fledged characters that we, like, full-on explore uh, in the military. and I don't know really why i mean are we are we attempting to make a statement about the military are we take are we attempting to make a statement
0: well, and see, about here's the thing that gets me the whole beginning of the movie is is like before zod shows up the entire thing is if people find out that superman is an alien and that there's life on other planets and that he is like a superhuman Right. How that will completely change everything. Like his dad says he's like it'll change the way people believe like religion because you know like the idea in most religions is like it's just Earth. You know, they don't have an idea that there's other like God made other planets right, or what like, right. that there's other life or whatever. So it's like he's like it would change that, it would change science, it would change the way like people would become afraid because they're like, What does that mean? Are there like a bunch of superhumans out in space? Are they gonna come kill us? Yes. He is revealed and instantly people are just like, Yeah, he's an alien who has superpowers. It's like, no, you just spent the entire beginning of the movie. He lets his father die because this is supposed to be such a big deal when he comes. Well, and it's I'm just crossed okay. over.
1: A, they're not super chill with him. They, they, they yeah, but there's to there's like with helicopters. But you
0: know what I mean? There's like no moment though of like when he's with them where it's like, you know, they're like, well we need to like, I don't know. They build this moment up as if it's going to be like this huge deal when he reveals himself and it's not because other aliens show up and do it first. And then he's just like, yeah, yeah I'm here and then it was like oh cool we don't know if we can trust you and he's like you're just going to have to and that's it and then like the that's military is just like they're right he's a good guy
1: superman doesn't get a chance to first show himself to the world as a hero and then have to go through what happens mm-hmm. in the third act like to to from the characters at the you know at the fucking daily planet for for, for uh for lois lane and the military that knows about him they see superman like working at helping people but to everyone else they get a tv message that says aliens are real and here they come and then like a day later they annihilate new york city i mean it's gone yeah. it is 10 9 it is the worst destruction that's happened on american soil
0: ever yeah, i mean like in, in all honesty like i people and they
1: stand like there's a scene where like a bunch of the people from the daily planet stand up literally like up to their waist in corpses and they go ah oh, Man, he saved us. <laughs> yeah.
0: They, they're like, he saved us. And they're in like what is essentially four city blocks of nothing. It has been, yeah. all the buildings are gone. Do you know, like New York City's population goes up by like two million people during the day. Because that many people come to the city to work. It's, it's like, it might even be more than that. It's some ridiculous oh, don't
1: worry. I looked it up. Zack Snyder says that he estimated 5,000 uh, dead during the
0: movie. No. 3,000 people died in the World Trade Center. And that was two buildings. And people got out of those. They level entire, like, the, the death toll has to be in the millions. And hey, the, the, the damage to the economy and the infrastructure of that city, Metropolis would have to cease to exist. They would have to hey, move hey, it.
1: They post. Yes. You know who would have died during that Superman fight sequence? Everyone? No, yeah. Oh, a lot of people, but uh, yours truly.
0: Ugh, Metropolis uh, is Chicago, too.
1: Metropolis is Chicago, baby! Uh,
0: we got them all! You know what? I wish this I want... movie had happened.
1: No joke? I, sc- I screenshotted it. I paused. I watched them throw Superman through my office building.
0: I mean, and like, what what gets me, too, is... I'm dead, baby! The insanity. You live through the Thanos snap only to die by Man of Steel. Uh, what gets me, though, is, sucks. like, this insane is, like, all that happens, and you're like, all right, well, there was nothing he could do. He tried to stop it. Zod shows up, and again, I've just stated, there's like four city blocks, like New York City blocks, I'm talking like square oh, yeah, exactly. miles worth of just debris, and that has been evacuated at this point, everybody's running away, anybody who's not's dead. Also, Superman immediately here. takes the fight and is like, I'm gonna throw you towards what's left of downtown, where it appears as though everyone else is still going about their everyday lives. They hit people, and they're, like, getting out of their cars, facing the direction they just came from. Which means some jackass is driving towards an epicenter of an explosion. Like, where is he which, going?
1: Which also answers my question, and this happens in a lot of movies. This happened in, like, the Marvel movies, too. When there's, like, a fucking, like, shit show going down, like, aliens showing up and destroying a city, they'll cut to, like, a military guy asking, like, five people to get into a van. And they said, oh, we're almost done evacuating nope not how that works the,
0: well in this movie they didn't la- even bother to week, try to evacuate they're just like you're all dead i don't know what you want last to week do.
1: on last week on thursday there was a car a, a, a car hit a u-haul uh, uh hit a uh like a uh, an uber and the uber got bumped onto the tracks and it took them an hour to move the uber off of the tracks and it took me two and a half hours to get home on an average fucking weekday are you telling me that the, the population of New York City was a- approximately evacuated in the matter of no? 10 they don't fucking evacu- minutes. They don't evacuate. No one
0: got evacuated.
1: Not at all. Yeah, they they, they don't
0: even sold. say they tried. And then, like, when but Superman sold. shows up, there is no.
1: I'm yelling a lot in this. But like, what gets I'm me sorry.
0: is like in this scene, like when you watch um, uh, the first Avengers movie and New York is like being destroyed. They show yeah. there's, like, cops, there's, like, National Guard showing up, there's firefighters, there's, you know, like, EMTs, there's just people running around trying to help, pulling people out. There's, like, at least, like, they don't know what to do, because it's, like, there's a portal on the air and aliens are coming out of it. But at least they're, like, come on, let's let's go this way, let's do this, let's try to, like, cordon off an area, let's try to get the wounded away. In this movie, there is no response. There's not one ambulance. There's not a cop car. And literally when Superman and and Zod get in their fight, they throw him into a building. And if you look, it's like evening. It looks like everybody else in Metropolis was just like, well, I guess we're going to die, but I got to finish these quarterly reports. And like didn't leave. Like the city would be evacuated. Like everybody would be trying to leave by then. But it just appears as though it's just a normal day in Metropolis. Even though a third of the population is dead or buried or is breathing in asbestos. Like, it's so crazy that they just don't address it. And then when they try to address it in Batman vs. Superman, it's not done well.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's obviously a
0: conversation for another They so he, I, At the very end of the movie, he throws uh, Zod, or he throws Superman into what appears to be, like, the train station. I assume, either uh, that or it's a museum. That's a uh, union station. It's it's a station, right, for subways, or whatever. Yeah,
1: it, it's, it's, our, it's our metro line. Yes, and, uh,
0: how H-B- many people are yeah. normally in it?
1: Uh, it depends the time of day, but yeah, if we're talking like a weekday, a lot. I mean, every single, like I'd say, I would say a, a, a approximately like 60 to 70% of the population of offices downtown commute in from the suburbs via the metro. So if, if Metropolis is similar, then yeah, you're having a lot of people coming in from the suburbs into town. If yes. this is a weekend, yeah, it's going to be pretty low, but still,
0: yeah, a lot, a lot dead. When he, when dead. he falls through the roof, there's yeah. about 18 people there. And one of them is, I, this is not a joke. The family he's getting ready to a kill appear to just be like on a vacation. Like, why are they in the metro station? Uh, uh, there was a laser shooting the city they are currently in, blowing it up. The metro is not running anymore. You would not just be and they everyone's just casual until look, look, Zod falls through the ceiling. Like, they're- like, could you imagine it'd be like if nine eleven happened and you went two blocks and some guy's still working at like a Saboros. And yeah, hey. I mean, just like nothing's got, going on.
1: I, I can ask this folks if you come to chicago you gotta have one of our chicago hot dogs before you leave i mean you just gotta it doesn't matter what's going down i don't care if la- laser aliens are throwing each other into. if you're
0: thing. gonna be picked up in the air have. 700 feet and then slam back down your stomach better throw up a hot dog
1: it's the relish i think it's the relish but um but using this as a segue the conversation of this wanton destruction i have to ask because if you watch if you cover any reviews of this movie, which I did, I, I combed around because I sometimes like to get the perspectives people have, both good and bad. And one thing everyone's mentioning is the action. And so there's this is part of me that wants to, all right, divorce myself from like the plot that at times works and at times falls on its own face, probably more the latter than the former. Um, if we're talking about just superheroes doing fights,
0: is this good? No. This fight, like, literally the entire last fight scene is this. One of them flies at the other one and throws them into something. And they go through it and they come out the other side. Then one of them punches the other one and they go flying a set distance. Then the other person flies up to them only to be punched by the person they just punched, sending them flying in the opposite direction. Then that guy flies and catches him and flies him through another building and just repeats. There's, yeah, the fight scene right. could not be less interesting because there's no stakes. Neither one you're of them right, appears because... to be able to hurt each other.
1: And this is a problem I have with the DCEU's interpretation of Superman. He, punch, his, his punch is solution to all. Punch, punch all at all times. Yeah. So it. He, um,
0: he, like, never tries he to never reason tries with anything. Which is, like, something that bothers, me is, bothers like, me is, like, the way they set it up, you think that's going to be, like, his thing. Because his dad's, like, you know, that's sort of, like, always the point of Superman is, like, he was raised as, like, an all-American good boy, like, Boy Scout. And he always is going to try to do the right thing. In this movie, he's just like, well, Krypton had its chance. I'm going to kill some baby embryos. And then I'm going to snap your neck in a train station after I kill, I'm going to say, about 3,000 more people. It's just so weird.
1: Sorry. I had to just fight my printer.
0: Your printer?
1: (laughs) My printer just started going, doing some sort of test run while I'm recording. If it makes Um, you feel any
0: better, it did not pick up the noise. I didn't hear it. So here's the thing. I, I,
1: I partially agree with you. The fight scene at the end bores me because the DCEU thinks that Superman could just punch everything. It's also what they think Aquaman does, which is a problem for another movie. Um, but I don't think the action sucks. So um, uh, the, the specifically the, the, the scene in, like, I think it's like Texas, like Plano, Texas or Smallville. I don't yeah, know where they're Smallville. fighting. Because um, why well, wouldn't putting, away there. The, putting Putting the fucking IHOP out of this. Let's not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene with uh, God—they don't have names because they don't really name them, yeah, which the, is disappointing. The woman does. Because it's—they're they're more entertaining. It's Fiona, uh, it's, like Fiona, Fiona or Feora, and, and then tall guy. Tall. I don't know. Yeah, if he
0: yeah, has it, a name. He does. He's He's the character from Yeah, Superman from Two. Their, I just forget his name.
1: Two. Yeah. That sequence is. I got. I have to tell you, it's great. They throw a, Someone throws a train from like far away. Like, the Superman football. part it's,
0: of that fight is okay. The part that is bad is when she goes and fights the soldiers and is, like, posing before she does everything. As if, like... Yeah, As if she knows yeah. people are watching this as a movie. And, like, yeah, her fighting is, like, true. a really bad fighting game where, like, a person teleports two feet and then hits somebody. And that's what got me, is, like... Imagine, like, one of the, the coolest things about... Um, is it, uh, the second Avengers movie is Hulk versus the Hulkbuster because you're like, Oh, we finally get to see somebody that's like the same size as the Hulk. and can actually like challenge the Hulk fight him. And it's a cool fight because instead of it just being like, he punches him and the bot flies away and then runs up and punches it. Like that's like, their fighting makes no sense just because they're superhuman. Like if Mike Tyson punches me, I don't fly backwards. Like there's still my gravity, my own ability to like withstand a punch. Like just because they're like if Superman can make himself fly, he has to be exerting force at all times to stay in the air. so when somebody hits him, they would have to overcome his own strength at flying to make him move and he's really strong so like the fight should have been like them just wailing on each other and like him losing because they know martial arts and then maybe throwing shit at each other the train thing's cool
1: instead but, they were instead they're a little they're a little more dragon Ball Z yes yeah,
0: they just which is throw true. people into stuff and it falls over and then they get up. And why is everyone still in that goddamn IHOP?
1: Uh, the IHOP Because IHOP Absolutely. sucks. Why the you fuck would you hang out in it? Terrible. It's really bad. Go to any diner in your local town, they're all better than IHOP. Um, but I mean like there's scenes where like he tries to take off and he's caught, they throw a fucking truck yeah. at a helicopter. When they catch him by
0: the tape the cape, I was gonna be like, That's yeah. why you don't wear a cape, bro. <laughs> why you don't wear a cape. Yeah, I
1: definitely I wrote the same fucking thing down immediately. I think that a lot of this action is is good and some of it is um, excessive and at times uncreative but visually i think it's worth giving credit to some of it i think is fine
0: some of it some of it it, looks good and is reasonable some of it is just like absurd and stupid
1: it's a piece that just doesn't i don't know it doesn't fit into the, the 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 image that they're they're making i mean we're so totally everywhere uh, well, everywhere, as long as it's not happy, bright, or amusing, we are just—I mean, this is what every review said. This was a slog. It was this like
0: yeah, this—you can't do that Titanium,
1: this titanium fucking submarine that we were all trapped in, just constantly with like the hero being like, "I don't want to do this. I don't," because the hero's journey has a step in it that occasionally uh, happens in the first po- the portion of the departure, which is the refusal of the call. Luke refuses the call to become. Jedi, because he's just a farmer's boy and he he can't picture himself leaving that until his farm is burned down, and then he says, "I must become something bigger." That is what needs to happen for Clark, and it does eventually. Forty-five minutes into the movie.
0: Don't so worry, though; they still spend, have a full another movie after that. For
1: we spend the entire movie in like the first act, and then we try to cram the rest of a of character development which i believe i believe exists but we have to cram it all into act 3 and act 3 is mostly punching so it has to get cut you know i mean it just mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't doesn't really make it for me and that's one of my big problems is like um uh, this this movie just doesn't feel like it had enough time to marinate on any of its, its ideas yeah it's and- it's
0: 28 versions of superman crammed together with no cohesive idea of what they're doing which is my complaint of every one of Zack Snyder's DC movies none of them know what they want to do they're all trying to say something but instead of being like like you said instead of being like all right let's do a story of superman as like a christ allegory like fucking you know lion witch in the wardrobe you know what i mean like this let's yeah. make him like let's have it be real clear he dies at one point but comes back because he's superhuman and saves everybody so whatever but they don't do that they don't do a story about like what would it be like if Superman had always been told not to reveal who he was, and so he's torn between doing the right thing and possibly you know doing something wrong by saving people? No, they don't really do that. What if uh, it's going to be... Wh- how will the world react to there being a Superman? Nah, no, we don't really do that either. What if he's like torn by killing off his own... Ra- nope, that goes away real quick, too. So it's like they couldn't just... They should have just picked one storyline and just been like, let's let's make this the focus of the movie. But there's like eight focuses, and all of them revolve around the My Chemical Romance version of Superman. Like, he's real bummed out about everything. He's kind of whiny. And it's like, that's not Superman. Uh,
1: another thing is that stuff just happens to him. Mm-hmm. And he, he doesn't have any agency. I mean, he, he he encounters the sea disaster. He encounters bullies. He, you know, he, he he's, he's... And he's passive. He doesn't even, like, you know, face them directly. He does nothing. It,
0: it, not even, like, win by words. Or, like, let them... Like, you know, if they showed him being, yeah. like like going in and stopping them from beating up somebody and they beat him up and he just lets them do it because he's like i can't fight back because i'll hurt him that would have been something but instead he just sits there he's able to save lois he's able to
1: save the people he saves and stop the things he stops because he happens to be adjacent to it when Mm -hmm. it's happening
0: and this brings up my point which is i wondered if the point of this movie was to say that if superman was alive the human race would die off within 10 years because all the stupid people who should have died in this movie are saved by Clark Kent. Those kids, when the bus falls in the water, he is just like sitting calmly, gets up and just walks and opens the back door and gets out. Not one other fucking kid on that bus tried to go through one of the 92 exits on a bus. They all were just like, I guess we'll just wait and hope the bus rises itself. Lois is on an alien ship and sees a robot coming at her and is like, I'm going to take a picture of it. Like, no, bitch, it's a robot. Get the fuck out of there. Like, it's obviously gonna hurt you. People don't just leave robots on ships that are gonna make you a sandwich. And she, like, she, she should have died. If he hadn't been there, she should have died for being a moron. Also, why was there no guards on that ship? Like, I feel like if we found an alien ship, there'd at least be two people standing outside of it. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. just, yeah. they seem to casually walk up to it and get inside. Um... In
1: terms of of comic book adaptation, I was reading also reading trying to figure out like what origins we're talking here, like what what comic books we're using as as origins, and it's hard. I, I mentioned Birthright earlier, which was I think I had read in an interview was was meant to be uh, from Mark Wade, was meant to be sort of uh, a lot to do with like his his Kryptonian background um, and like his reservations about becoming Superman, uh, all that stuff. The S symbol thing, I think comes from mark wade's interpretation so that's all stuff that they've taken directly out of uh wade's birthright um i di- i don't know what else they're pulling from because when we talk about like old nolan batman movies right we're talking about oh it's killing joke or whatever i can't tell like which superman i don't think
0: this is like doing from a I superman story
1: but i think it's a little bit like i think it's a little bit what you're saying in that we we get some of like all-star superman we get some of like I can't do the other one, but we get we get some like a couple of different renditions of Superman. Superman
0: for all seasons, I think, is the other one that they based a small portion of this on.
1: Yeah, we put we put all of them into this movie simultaneously, and it's almost like putting too many villains. It's too many threads,
0: right? Well, I feel like this is the same thing with. I know you haven't seen Batman vs Superman, but like people were like, Batman vs Superman is like a partially based on The Dark Knight Returns. And it is not at all, other than the fact that Batman wears a robot suit and fights Superman. But that's not being based on something. That's just doing something from it. Right. And that's what gets me. is like I feel like when they're like, these are based on comics, it's like, they're not. We told people to read the comics and then just write whatever movie they felt like. And if they wanted to steal anything from the comics, knock yourself out. And I think that's the problem. And I think that's DC's big problem with all their movies is... They're not pulling from the source material that make the, that they just made these characters beloved for sixty years, or I guess in superman's case eighty five or something I, you know he's like in the public domain, I think him and Batman now they've been around so long, so it's like insane that like they don't get it, and like that's what gets me with d c is they don't understand like people are like, "Ah, oh, I don't like like a dark version of Superman It's like, yeah, it doesn't work because the whole thing that makes Superman interesting like he's superhuman so his weakness needs to be that he's like black and white about everything and then you can tell an interesting story about somebody who can change anything but is like so unable to see like shades of gray in things that's that's where you can do something interesting if he's just like real whiny and doesn't want to do stuff it's just a person with superpowers who's not particularly keen on being a superhero which isn't a very interesting story and then that's the problem yeah. with Batman and Justice League. They were like, we got to put jokes in. And they gave a bunch of the jokes to Batman. And it's like, no, he's the one character that can't ever joke. Like, he's the one character who should always be moody and depressed. It's like they just don't understand their character. Ca- yeah. yeah. Like, he can do, like, dry wit stuff. But, like, he's, like, delivering, like, zingers at one point. Yeah. And it's, like, really weird because you're just like, this is not Batman. Why isn't Superman funny? Why isn't he at least, like, likable? Because I don't find Superman likable at all in either of these two movies. So, I haven't seen Justice League. Maybe he's like better in it, but I find I him have like, a wrap up question kind of for you. Yes. I know
1: I know a little bit uh, about how you feel about this, but before I ask you, would you recommend it? Because I feel like I have an answer. Let me ask you: What did you like? Which is a question I should probably ask you in more podcast episodes. Uh,
0: I liked some of the art design. I, I thought that they did a reasonable job updating the Superman costume to make it seem less silly, which you have to do. Yeah. I, I already said I find it stupid the way they gave it to him. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that was okay. Uh, I liked some of the villains. St- I, I guess actually really just the art design and a couple of the fight scenes. I find most of the rest of the movie... I find the one scene where he's being bullied and his dad's like you need to decide if you want to be a good person or a bad person and like what you're going to, I thought that was good. And that's what all of the flashbacks should have been with his dad. Yeah. He should have. Yeah. Been... Cause he never really, there's not enough times where he, cause it, like you said, at one point he's like, was I supposed to let the kids die? And he's like, maybe. And it's like, why would you say like, that's, that doesn't make sense. Like, I, I think it does. I love that scene. Though, but I don't think it he... works for what they, tr- they've tried to create with like, that's the later. The, scene. That's
1: the problem. And, and you've struck on it right there. The only scene in which Clark or, – or, or sorry, Jonathan Kent gives him that Superman idea is that one bully scene. Every other scene, he's like, hide who you are, never tell anyone, let people die. Yeah, and then like, once don't once, do once, the
0: right thing even though you can, which is like a bizarre what? message. Yeah,
1: and then once, once, he's like, you need to figure out – I know you want to hit him, and you restrain yourself, and that's good. But you got to figure out who you, who you want to be. So how did Clark end up being like a good person? Like, and
0: being I, like I'm... a grifter. Cause like, it's also very weird as he abandons his mother. Like, she's like an yeah. old lady, and it's not like he's doing something.
1: But I can't understand where his code of ethics comes from. It's supposed to come from this father and Yeah, his,
0: the his mother thing. and yeah. his father are supposed to be, like, the pinnacle of, like, you know, the ideal of the all-American. Like, the person Why isn't who, he
1: just kind of, a, like, a bad guy? Like, you know? Like, I guess he is,
0: because he does never do—like, you said, he's just sort of forced into doing everything he does right.
1: Yeah, but I expected, like, the, with the way that, like, that backstory depicted him, I almost pictured him being, like, fucking Wolverine, you know? Yeah. Just being sort of, like, an anti-hero in, 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 in some respects. But he's just, like, he's still this, like, I have this strong sense of moral right and wrong. And I'm like, from where? Yeah. Like, like I don't know, religion? Like, the way I don't they, get it. The
0: way they build him up in the flashbacks and the way his dad's like, maybe you should. And then there's, like, that scene where that guy's making fun of him after he, like, gropes this woman. And he's, like, going to do something, and it's like, okay, this would have been a good time to show that, like, because he has self-restraint, even though you're like, oh, he destroys his truck. It's like, yeah, but he does something to take revenge on the guy that isn't really going to, I mean, he'll have to pay the insurance or whatever. But it's not like he hurt him or did something to make him learn a lesson, and the guy doesn't even really know that he did it. You know what I mean? So it's like, I was expecting that happen. I was like, oh, maybe I forgot. Does he, like, break this guy's arm? Like, does he let him go to punch him, and he, like, grabs his arm and just shatters it? Because I'm like, that would have been more interesting. And then he feels bad and then you're like, ooh, and and then he leaves and he's like, I shouldn't have done that, you know, like I know, but there's none of that. He leaves and he's like, I shouldn't hurt this guy. And that's, and it's just very confusing to me because there's no, like I said, I I feel like there could have been a good movie with seven or eight, uh, just small, like little parts changed and honed down and it wouldn't have been that bad of a movie, but it's just all over the place.
1: Well, let me get me the the final word that I think uh, everyone can expect. Honestly, would you recommend someone watch this if they were already planning to watch
0: it? If they were already planning to watch it and they have like a reasonable liking of Superman i would say go ahead and watch it and you can make up your own mind maybe that stuff doesn't bother you i know i'm like i'm i know i'm a much harder critic that's a that's that's a fair answer i think yeah yeah but if you were like i don't really care for superman or i don't find that interesting of a character this isn't an interesting version of superman this will not win you you'd be better off just go and buy like superman for all seasons or all american superman or go buy some of world's finest or red sun that weird what if kind of thing they did where he gets he lands in russia instead of the united states like there's interesting Superman stories. This one will never be considered one of them. Mm. I just, I think it's, and I, as a film, I think it's pretty subpar. So Honestly,
1: I, 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 uh, uh, I think I have to agree with you on, on your sentiment there, yeah. Uh, um, I think I'm just going to echo you on that. <laughs> because, yeah, I, I'm a little more, optim- more optimistic than you, but I still, I found myself scrubbing yeah. forward through some it, If it that was, that
0: was like an hour and 50 minutes, I'd be much likely to be like, yeah, just watch it. But it's just too long. Like, at the point where they start getting in the fight, I was like, oh, sweet. I've only got, like, ten minutes left. And I had 36 minutes left. And I was like, I know what happens with the rest of this movie. How could it possibly be 36 more minutes? And, uh, yeah, so. Well, I, did you have any other little quick bits you wanted to get to? or <laughs> No, I
1: think we summed up my feelings i yelled a lot in the beginning of this episode and that's i apologize a- for that
0: that's all right sometimes we just gotta get it out you know well i guess that'll be it then for this week we've covered man of steel if you disagree with us you want to recommend a movie or something swing by facebook instagram twitter and shoot us a thing at an aos pod uh let us know you know if you want us to watch a movie please recommend it because we're, we're usually at a loss when we go to record these uh, you can always follow Ben on Twitter at The Disco Pony or his comedy blog, uh, The Strange Log. And you can find me on Instagram at It's Pogues. Until next week. drink, Drink Pepsi.